Good morning. You're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Har. This morning, my guest is Harlan Stone, the owner and CEO of the Halstead Metrofloor Group, the president of the Multilayered Flooring Association, and also the head of a coalition. What's the name of the coalition, Harlan? That's the American Consumer and Worker Justice Coalition, representing the floor covering industry. That's good, Harlan. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Kemp. Good to talk to you. I know you've been in Washington. You actually sat in on, there was a House Ways and Means meeting, and Robert Lighthouser gave testimony today about these China tariffs. Some background, they announced a 10% tariff on this whole Section 301 that was put into place, and then they were going to January 1st raise that to 25%, which was delayed until March the 1st. And then that's been delayed again, and they haven't set a new date, which gives you the feeling that it's kind of off the table. Uh, to give us your take on that. Well, thank you, Kemp. And, yes, the hearing today was House Ways and Means Committee mm-hmm. with testimony from Ambassador Lighthizer, who's the head of the United States Trade Representative Office and head negotiator with China on the attempt to come up with a new trade understanding agreement to get rid of the need for these punitive tariffs that came in under the uh, the, the Section 301 of the 1974 Trade Act. Correct correct me if I'm wrong, but they're talking about trying to get a summit meeting down in Trump's Florida resident, Lorimar, in middle or late March, right? There is definitely work going on, although it wasn't part of the testimony today, uh, towards a, a further meeting. I will say that Ambassador Lighthouser did indicate very clearly that in the next uh, day or so, it will go into the congressional official record that the tariffs have been pushed back, and they will have a more specific information on that in the next day or so. So the sentiment is positive towards a settlement, and the congressmen who were both speaking and, and questioning the ambassador were all very happy to see his progress and complimentary of the strong effort in negotiating a, a new and more fair trade deal. So there's a good feeling. Yeah, it's, it's good to see both the representatives of the Democratic side and Republican side actually agreeing on something. So I, I had a rare moment in Washington where you see a bilateral view of, of uh, kind of agreeing on this stuff. Okay, well, that's very interesting. Then we should probably also mention that Ambassador Robert Lighthouser was involved in this new trade arrangement with Mexico and Canada, so uh, he's been busy. Yes, and he mentioned it many times today, saying that if the Congress did not ratify that, it would be catastrophic. So he is really a guy looking for trade agreements. He is not a guy looking for trade wars. However, he's a tough negotiator, and you could tell by his demeanor, and it was fun for me to sit there and really watch how this famous uh, negotiator acts, and he doesn't give an inch when he doesn't have to, and he's, he's definitely in the last quarter with these negotiations with China. He doesn't want to give anything away, but he's clearly heading in the right direction for two significant and important agreements that will help business in America. And uh, I tell you this much, it'll help the floor covering industry a lot. Yeah. Part of his style is to compliment the person who asked the question and then challenge him on what he asked. <laughs> yes. He's a, he's a classic negotiator. I, I enjoyed, although after two hours it got a little repetitive, but I did enjoy seeing his style. He's, he's really a very experienced and veteran guy who's been doing this his whole life. He's been a trade lawyer before he was a trade ambassador, and he's the right man for the job, that's for sure. Okay, so any idea what we're going to end up with here? Well, I will tell you three important takeaways I have from it. First of all, two different congressmen asked questions about building materials and the danger of having incremental inflationary pressure on our 
very sensitive building industry, particularly residential building, and we're a bit late in the recovery here. You know, we're 10 years out in the recovery, and they don't want to see unnecessary inflation, and they were specifically talking about going from 10 to 25, and there was several of the people asking questions both Democrats and Republicans again, saying, okay, when are we going to get to an exclusion process so we can get get the things that are not relevant to the attempt to get IP, technology transfer, joint venture rules done? These are the incidental things. So they want them off the table. And the exclusion process was a big part of the challenge to the ambassador today. And he didn't give where he's going on it, but it's clear that the Congress did, and they, they want to see an exclusion process so that American consumers and small business and sensitive industries do not get impacted the wrong way. One of those congressmen was out of California, and they've had those fires That's out right. there, and they're building, That's right. they have to build all those homes, and he was very adamant about the fact that inflation is just going to kill it. So. That's right. That was the first congressman who brought it up is in the district where the campfires took place and said, look, I I need to rebuild these homes and I cannot afford any inflation. Several other products that come into the country were discussed. Interestingly, one of them was a a child safety product that is no longer available. And the congresswoman was saying, I want to make sure this product is available and affordable to people, low-income people, so they don't have unsafe situations for their kids. And Ambassador Leiter said, well, I think we can start that manufacturing in America, he said. And she said, can you have that manufacturing set up on March 23rd, when my great-granddaughter's being born? And uh, the ambassador had no answer to that question. So we were happy to see a robust dialogue. And Congress is here to try to do the right thing, and the ambassador is here to, do, to try to do the right thing. And the important thing for the flooring industry is that we have a exemption process because products that cannot be replicated in a, a sufficient mass inside this country and that affect the consumer are supposed to be exempted, and I think this is this is where the pressure is going to come, and I think this 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 is where we have a chance to see a great victory for our industry. So you feel like it's highly unlikely that we'll ever see a twenty five percent tariff on these products, don't you? I would say that I'd be happy to predict now that twenty five percent is not going to happen based on the amount of progress and on the bilateral sentiment towards what we need to accomplish, which is protecting the American economy as it's uh, in its tenth year of expansion. Mm-hmm. And you, since you are close to it and you're a smart person, tell us also, I think there's been some progress made on the currency negotiation, right? Yes, I would say there was a lot of questions, and a lot of the congressmen wanted to know, is there progress on the currency? What Ambassador Lighthizer said is that that's Secretary Mnuchin, Secretary of Treasury Mnuchin's territory, mm-hmm. and that there has been significant talk there. He did not ever agree that any part's done until it's all done. But with the wink-wink, I think that it's clear that the currency situation is under control. And interestingly, as those stories have been coming out, I, of course, watch the U.S. renminbi currency rate every day. It has been, the renminbi has been rising in value, which is what the U.S. wants. And I think that we can see that it's unlikely there will be currency manipulation as an alternative to uh, tariffs going forward. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that. Well, just tell me, just give me an update real quick. How's everything going in your world? Business is good. Uh-huh. LVT remains the heart and soul of the growth in our industry, yeah. and uh, innovation is still the subject that seems to be capturing people's mind. Uh, one trend we're seeing, Kemp, that I think is really interesting in 2019 is a movement away from the middle. So we're seeing more activity on the low end and on the high end, trade up yeah. or entry level, and the middle 
price point, and LVT seems to be losing some of its steam, which is a very interesting position for our product. We always been thought of as a kind of affordable product, but now we're seeing a lot of energy on the premium side of it as well. Okay, Harlan, it's great to catch up with you. Again, we're talking to Harlan Stone, the owner and CEO of the Halstead Metrofloor Company and also president of the Multilayered Flooring Association, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.